Cape Talk. A worldview from London with Adam Gilchrist. Who is, I understand, the Afrikaans phrase is Bubbermadikoa, shivering with cold. Adam, good morning. Goodness for that. I was wondering what the translation would be there. I was a little, yes, it is minus three outside my window uh, in London. Uh, minus 10 in those sort of windswept parts of Scotland. But they wrap up there, you know. They they do kilts and tartans and things. So, you know, we just have to throw on a rubbish old fleece, don't we? Ah. Minus three. Come on. The people in Finland where who are looking at minus 35 today are, yes. are sniggering up their warmly clad sneeves at you, Adam. Well, that's true. But then, you know, they've got hot tubs and log cabins and and birch twigs to beat each other with. I mean, you know, they're okay, aren't they? Oh. Well, you've got Rishi Sunak three. and Nigel Farage, so you're, you're all right. Yeah, we're fine. It's when you're scraping your car and it's minus three, that's when you really notice it and think, I should have worn gloves. It's that sort of, I think I've just about defrosted. Okay. More military action in the Red Sea? Mm. Yeah, and, and around. So this idea of stopping a wider conflict, I think it's already happened, hasn't it? So what we've got now is a Malta-flagged Greek-owned vessel hit by a missile fired, it seems, by Houthi rebels in Yemen. So this is nothing to do with targeting an Israeli ship, uh, as the Houthi rebels had claimed before. So uh, this is the third incident involving this one ship as well. It seems like a crutch against the Zografia, as it's called. Uh, this is also after the U.S. military announced it had seized Iranian-supplied weapons that were bound for the Houthis during an operation last week, at the same time that we have seen Iranian attacks on targets in Iraq and now in Pakistan. And so Iran, which is, after all, backing the Houthis, is playing a very key part in this. And you think, if it wasn't for, say, the nuclear weapons question, would America act against Iran? I mean, they're acting against the rebels in Yemen who don't have Iranian, uh, who don't have nuclear weapons. So you kind of wonder if maybe uh, they're backing off simply because of the stakes going a bit higher. Um, also, four anti-ship ballistic missiles were destroyed, that were ready to be launched. So uh, every day it just feels like it heats up a bit more. I was just um, reading an article about the economics of this, Adam, and mm. $10,000 drones are being shot down by $1 million anti-missile uh, weaponry. So it's a very, very expensive business apart Absolutely. from anything else. Chinese scientists claiming a breakthrough with monkey cloning. Yes. Now, I think uh, monkeys have been cloned before. I think spider monkeys have been cloned before. But this is the first rhesus monkey cloning, a species that's used in medical research, rightly or wrongly, because its physiology is similar to us, to humans. They say, the Chinese researchers, this could speed up drug testing, that genetically identical animals would give them like-for-like like results, therefore you can test them. You have an, an instant control situation. Um, if you g get rid of the uh, the wavering uh, impact on, on what you're doing with your drugs, uh, there have been previous attempts to clone recess monkeys. Uh, this one has lived for two weeks so far, indicating all is well, and therefore I guess they will keep going, and we will have lots of the same recess monkeys. I don't know. They say all is well, but ethically, morally, humanely, I don't think it's quite as straightforward as that. One animal welfare group says they're deeply concerned by this development. 
And it is, of course, it's very easy to jump to conclusions and maybe jump to ill-informed conclusions. But I am getting a slight jittery Star Wars Clone Wars kind of vibe. Uh, I'm, uh, yeah. Where are we going with this cloning? Yeah, it's it's it is a very important question, and it's again an example of technology accelerating beyond the limits of social mores. Um, I have a note, Adam, in front of me saying Elton John has joined a new distinguished group. Um, he's now part of Last Dinner Party, is he? No. <laughs> he's joined Little Mix. No, he's uh, it, Sir Elton has joined uh, the group of EGOT. So he has won an American Emmy TV award for his variety special Elton John Farewell from Dodger Stadium. This was part of Elton John's huge farewell tour. Uh, he took in Glastonbury and all sorts of gigs around the world. I mean, it was quite something, his goodbye tour. I mean, it was so good, he probably wanted to do another one, really. But Elton is now one of 19 stars, therefore, who have completed the quintessential crowning quartet. Actually, that should be the quarter-central, shouldn't it, really, rather than quintessential. Anyway, that is an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. EGOT. So Elton, therefore, is up there with the likes of, and some of these names are extraordinary. You think, really? They won an o Emmy? They won an Oscar? Audrey Hepburn, Mel Brooks, Whoopi Goldberg, Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber, Sir Tim Rice, John Legend, Jennifer Hudson, Viola Davis, to name but eight. He's in that kind of club. Barbara Streisand, by the way, who everyone always touts as being an EGOT, technically she only got an honorary Tony. So Sir Elton could go, Babs, look, I got real ones, not honorary ones. I wonder what Babs would reply. Thank you very much. There will be another <laughs> Worldview from Adam tomorrow morning in the company of Lester, who will be back tomorrow morning.